0: The Great Gildersleeve, starring Harold Perry, brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of parquet margarine, and a complete line of famous quality food products. Well, it's almost here. Only one more day, and there isn't a kid in the whole country who looks forward to it with more eagerness than Gildersleeve. Here comes the great man now, plodding up the front walk to his home. He's a little weary, a little out of breath, but his eyes, ah, how they twinkle. His dimples, how merry. And what a load of parcels he's got, right up to his chin. Oh. He can't even get hold of the doorknob.
1: Bertie!
2: Bertie, quick, help me here, Bertie.
3: Mr. leave all them packages.
2: Yeah, and grab some of them, will you, Bertie? Grab the top ones.
3: I got them, let go with your chin.
2: Uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, where can we hide these, Bertie, where the kids won't find them?
3: Gosh, I don't believe there's a spot in the whole house that Leroy ain't into and out of all day long. Well,
2: how about the cedar chest up in the sewing room?
3: Him and Piggy were playing lifeboat in that yesterday. Lifeboat? Yeah, they wanted me to fly over them and drop them rations. But I told him I just told him I was too busy to do any flying. I got other things to do. Plenty.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let me see. Um,
3: oh, I know. In the wood closet.
2: Oh, that's no good, Bertie. Leroy's supposed to check that every day and make sure it's filled. That's one of his regular duties.
3: Mr. Gilsey, I could put a seven layer cake in that closet and it would be safe for a year with chocolate frosting. <laughs> Any wood gets in there, I put it in there.
1: Yeah, well,
2: you know him better than I do, Bertie. Let's hide him in the wood closet then.
3: Oh, quick, Mr. Gilsey. I think I hear Leroy coming in the back way.
2: Oh, here, you hide him, Bertie. I'll go and head him all. Yes. Well, well, my boy, home from school already.
4: I didn't go
3: to
5: school today. We didn't have any school. You know that.
2: Oh, that's so. I'd forgotten. (laughs) Well, how does it feel not to have any school then, huh? Pretty fine?
5: Um, we went through all this at breakfast. What's up?
2: What do you mean, what's up?
5: What are you acting so funny about?
2: Who's acting funny? I'm merely trying to have a little conversation with you, that's all.
5: Gosh, most of the time you won't even listen to me. (laughs) Well, let me just go... Uh, uh, uh.
2: I wouldn't go in there just now if I were you, Leroy. Why not? It's Christmas, my boy. Doesn't pay to ask too many questions.
5: Is it something for me?
2: Doesn't pay to ask too many questions.
5: Gosh, I know what I hope it is.
2: That's good.
5: There's just one thing I want for Christmas. That's all. Just one thing.
2: Believe I've heard you mention that before.
5: I wouldn't care if I didn't get another single thing if I just got that. Just that one thing. If I just got that. That would make Christmas perfect. I say it's one thing. There are several parts to it, actually. There's the bass drum and the snare drum and the cowbells and the woodblock and the cymbal. And yes, the... yes. All right, Miss Gilfreen, all clear.
2: Uh, we can go in the front of the house now, my anyway. boy. Now, don't run.
5: What was Bertie doing, hiding it?
2: She uh, asked me to step out while she was cleaning up in there. Uh huh. All right, first come in now, Bertie?
3: Oh, yes, sir. I put them logs away like you told me, Mr.
2: Gildersleeve. <laughs> uh, Leroy, don't you go near that wood closet or you won't get a single thing that's in there, you hear?
3: Oh, I
5: wasn't thinking of going near it. <laughs> Why would I want to go near the wood closet?
2: Well, not to put any wood in it, I'll bet. Well, don't, that's all.
5: I was telling Uncle Mort, Bertie, there's only one thing I want for Christmas this year.
2: Leroy, it strikes me that all you ever think about is getting you should give more thought to giving. That's the spirit of Christmas, my boy.
5: Oh, don't worry. I got that all taken care of. I know just what I'm going to give everybody, except Marge.
2: Well, you better get busy on her present, too, then. Practically Christmas Eve. What are you waiting for?
5: I'm waiting until I find out how much she spends on my present.
2: <laughs> Confounded, Leroy. That's no way to do. Christmas is not a time for horse trading. It's a time for generosity and uh, being nice. Uh, Marjorie?
5: where have you been? At the Bullard's, not that it's any of your business. Who said you could stay to lunch? Nobody. Do I have to ask your permission? Oh,
2: stop it, both of you. Why can't you children be nice to each other on Christmas Eve, at least?
5: Well, I'm being nice. He's the one who thought. So... Ah,
2: quiet.
5: <laughs> oh, uh, Anki, I meant to ask you. Is it all right if I go out for a while this evening with Marshall? Go
2: out? My dear, this is Christmas Eve.
5: Well, I know, but all the gang... Games...
2: Christmas Eve we always spend at home. You know that.
5: Well, that's just the point.
2: What do you mean?
5: Well, she says Christmas Eve is corny. I didn't say it was corny. I said it was dull.
2: My dear, what kind of talk is this?
5: Well, it's true.
1: (laughs) Everybody has to stay at home. What?
5: I said everybody has to stay at home, and everybody has to do the same old thing year after year and pretend to enjoy
2: it. Marjorie, where do you get these ideas?
5: From Marshall. Oh, (laughs) go away. Uncle March, you know as well as I do, Christmas is nothing but a commercialized racket.
2: Indeed.
5: Just the way of making money. Is that so? So why go on being mushy and old-fashioned and sentimental about it? You can't expect us to go on believing all that nonsense forever. After all, we're not children. I am.
2: <laughs> you both are, if you only knew it. And that Marshall, if I get my hands on him.
5: I believe if you will want something badly enough when you ask Santa Claus for it. And you keep wishing you had it and you try to be a good boy, even if you're not too good. (laughs) If you just try like I have all year, why, you can't tell, you might get it.
1: Yes, yes.
5: Because if you didn't, that'd be disappointing, a little boy and Santa Claus at night. Oh,
4: come off of it, (laughs)
1: Leroy.
2: Now, Marjorie, about this evening...
5: Oh, Oh! doing, Uncle Mort. A bunch of us are going over to Francie's and play our new phonograph and dance and things. Marshall's bringing his collection of hot records.
2: Hot records on Christmas Eve?
5: Yeah, and that's not all. Tell them what you call it, Marge. They call it the Anti shanty Club. <laughs> Why don't you keep out of this?
2: Well, all I can say, I don't know what's happened to Christmas, but I think the whole thing is the most disgusting idea I ever heard of.
5: Uncle, Mort, you don't want Marshall to think I'm a baby who isn't even allowed to go out after dark.
2: It strikes me, young lady, that you care more about what Marshall thinks than what I think. All right, go on, ruin Christmas. You've already ruined it anyway, you two. Aren't you going to help me decorate
5: the tree, Uncle?
2: Decorate it yourself.
5: Well, I shall have to do
2: it all alone. Well, don't if you don't want to. I don't care if we even have a tree.
5: Boy, here's that little angel with the parachute. Remember him? Where do you think he'd look best, Unc? up top?
2: I don't care where you put him.
5: Gosh. Can
1: I have a candy cane? Before dinner? Just one, unk?
2: Have two. Maybe they'll make you sick.
1: <laughs>
5: your sister around? She's upstairs.
2: If that kid comes near me, I'll... Hey, Marge, me-
5: It's boyfriend! Leroy. It's Marshall, Uncle. Good evening, sir.
0: Hello? I wanted Marsh to hear a record I found today. Are you interested in good records, Mr. Gildersleeve? In good ones, yes. Well, this is a real find. An oldie, of course, but a real collector's item. Harry James' record of the mole. The what? The mole. I thought that's what you said. You'd like to hear it?
2: Uh, not particularly. I understand, young man, that you've plans for this evening, you and Marjorie. Now, I may be old-fashioned, Marshal, but I was brought up to believe the. Oh,
5: Christmas... hello, Marshal. Uh, let's go into the study, shall we? So we won't disturb Uncle Moore.
2: No, just a minute. Doorbell. i
1: got it.
5: Oh, hi, Craig. What do you want? My brother here. Hey, Marshal, come on home. Why? To hang up your. You,
4: that's why. What for? They hang up your stocking. <clears throat> excuse me, Marge. Listen, squirt. What's the idea? Come over here, Marge. Hop
5: like he doesn't care what you told Mom. He says you come home and hang up your stocking or it'll break your neck.
1: Okay, okay.
5: And he says you needn't think you're going out of the house tonight
1: either.
2: Craig, have a candy cane.
4: <laughs>
2: fine boy, fine boy.
4: Well, if you'll excuse me about tonight, Marge, I. I don't know. It doesn't look too
2: good. That's perfectly all right, Marshal. Marjorie understands perfectly, don't you, my dear? Yes, indeed. You just run along. Oh, Marjorie, I I don't want you to be too disappointed.
5: Well, to tell you the truth, Anki, I'm kind of glad.
2: Well, it looks as if we might have a white Christmas after all.
0: Gildersleeve will be back in just a moment. Some friends dropped in the other night to help us trim our Christmas tree. And after we had the tree all decked out, Mrs. Lang served a buffet lunch. And while one of our guests was fixing a sandwich, she said to me...
5: I suppose, John, that this spread is the parquet margarine we've heard you raving about on the Gildersleeve show.
0: That's it, the one and only parquet margarine.
5: Well, here's that chance I've been waiting for. You've been saying that parquet margarine is still unmatched for
6: flavor. Yes,
0: I have. And the best way to prove it is to taste that sandwich you just spread with parquet. All
6: right. One, two, three, tasting.
0: Now, there's real flavor for you. Fresh, sweet, and delicate. Am I right?
6: Yes, you are. It's really delicious.
0: Thank you. And friends, I'm sure you'll have the same gratifying taste experience... The very first time you spread parquet margarine on bread, hot toast, and rolls. I'm sure you'll agree with the millions who prefer parquet margarine that it's still unmatched for flavor. Try it soon and let your own taste decide. That's P A R K A Y, Parquet Margarine, made by the Kraft Foods Company. Let's get back to the great Gildersleeve. It's getting on toward four o'clock in the afternoon, and here and there in Summerfield, lights have been turned on. Here a Christmas tree, there a neon sign. The Gildersleeve house is not yet lit up, though Gildersleeve is there wrapping parcels and putting artistic bows on them. At the moment, he is alone in the parlor. Darn fancy paper. They never make it big enough
2: think people give each other thimbles for Christmas.
5: Hi, Alf. what you doing?
2: Don't sneak up on me like that, Leroy. Well,
5: Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. You
2: didn't scare me. You merely surprised me. You were hoping you'd see something, weren't you?
5: No, I just happened to come downstairs quietly. I've been wrapping up March's presents.
2: Oh, finally got one, did you?
5: Yeah. Swirls, too. Well, so cost a buck and a half.
2: Well, what is it?
5: Perfume. The bottle is shaped like a little house. I hope it smells good.
1: <laughs>
2: you mean you didn't smell it before you bought it?
5: No, nah, but for a buck and a half, how could it be lousy?
2: Well, I hope you're right, my boy Well, if your presents are ready, maybe you could help me wrap up some of these things
1: Okay, sure, uncle.
5: Here,
2: see if you can do a nice job on this box of cigars
5: Who's it for, the old ghost?
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> Leroy, these cigars are for my very good friend, Judge Horace Hooker. Okay. Oh, who that is, my boy.
5: Maybe it's a present. Marge, really, look at all the packages. Oh, I just took around some presents, and everywhere I went, they gave me something. Well,
2: that's Christmas, my dear.
5: Gosh, is all that stuff for you, Marge? Oh, not all of it. Some of it's for the whole family. Ah, uh, I know those family presents. doilies. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll be pessimistic. Put the things under the tree, my dear, and then you can help me and Leroy wrap up this other stuff.
1: Okay. Oh, what Frankie
5: gave me is what I think. What do you think? What I gave her. I was going to get one for myself, too, but then I figured, maybe.
2: Uh, Christmas is a bad time to buy things for yourself, my dear.
5: Here's the judge's cigar junk. Neat, hey?
2: A little shaggy, but I'll pass it. <laughs> Where's that card I made out for him? Oh, Here. Just shove this under the string.
5: Okay. Why doesn't Leroy take it over to him? Oh,
2: well, if you can, later. The judge doesn't stop by. He generally looks in on Christmas Eve.
5: You know what we ought to do. Francie's mother does it every year. We ought to get an extra package ready in case somebody drops him with a present we don't expect. Well, good idea. Very clever. I don't get it. Well, you remember how embarrassing it was when Mrs. Pettibone came by last year? Embarrassing? All she brought was a glass of jelly.
2: That's not the spirit, Leroy. Mrs. Pettibone was thoughtful enough to bring us a Christmas remembrance. It was beautifully wrapped, too.
5: You couldn't tell it was jelly.
2: What did you say, Leroy? Nothing. Well, just be careful. Remember that Santa Claus can hear you even if I can't.
5: Okay. Do you think he's heard me say anything about a set of drums?
2: He certainly has. (laughs) I venture to say he's sick of hearing about them.
5: Okay. Anki, I know just the thing for the extra present. Those bookends that Hattie sent you last year.
2: The two cupids leaning against each other?
5: Mm, I don't know, my dear. Well, you never cared for them particularly, but someone else might be crazy about it.
2: Can't imagine who, but go ahead and wrap them up. They'll do for a real emergency.
6: I'll go upstairs and get them. Doorbell! I'll get them! I'll get it. Well, Merry Christmas, children. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas, John. Is your uncle home? Oh, here he is. Compliments of the season, Flock Well, same to you, Horace, same to you. Take
2: off your coat and mittens and make yourself at home.
6: No, I can't. Thank you just the same. I just stopped by to leave some little Christmas remembrance.
2: Oh, you shouldn't have done it, Horace. Leroy, where's that package we had for Judge Hooker? Coming up. Here, take this with you, Horace, and all of our best wishes for a very Merry Christmas. Flock you shouldn't have done it. Nonsense, old man. <laughs> Christmas comes, but once a year.
6: So it does. And in spite of all the inconvenience and the crowded stores and the whatnot, it's a grand old day. Yeah,
2: nothing like it. It's a day when a man really feels close to his friends and his
6: family. Exactly. Well, I've got to be running along. I hope you children won't be disappointed when you open your stockings tomorrow.
5: I'm sure everything will be lovely, Judge.
6: I hope it's as lovely as you're looking right this minute, my dear. Why, thank you, kind sir. Growing up to be a pretty child, Doc Morton.
2: Don't tell her, Judge. You'll give her ideas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>
5: Got your packets, Judge?
6: Yes, thank you. Well, goodbye, all.
5: So long, Judge. Thanks a lot. Oh, yes, thank you, Judge.
6: Don't mention it. Merry Christmas, Horace. Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Horace. Original, too, yeah. (laughs) A little difficult at times, a little set in his ways, maybe, but true blue, just the same.
5: He's sweet. You said it. Can we look at the stuff he brought, Unc?
2: I think we'd better wait till tomorrow.
5: Ah, just one little peek.
2: Well, just one, then. And no shaking, mind you.
5: Okay. Best wishes for a happy Christmas to Marjorie from her friend Judge Hooker. My, big. Merry Christmas to Leroy and be careful with this. Say, might be a knife. Yes,
1: yes. Well,
2: what does mine say?
5: Yours? He only left two. What? That's right, Uncle Morris.
2: Why, that two-faced old goat.
5: <laughs>
2: and I gave him 25 cigars, three for 29.
5: No, see, it's more blessed to give than to receive.
2: Don't tell me I know it, but by George, I'll show him next year. <laughs> Well, well, the place is beginning to look Christmassy. Tree never really looks like anything until it's dark outside.
5: Let's turn on all the lights, then it'll look super. No, not now, I'm reading.
2: Christmas cards look nice up on the mantel there. I think we got more cards than usual this year.
5: That's because the war's over.
2: Well, maybe. Say, I think it would be nice to spend a few minutes looking at our cards. Make a little good wish for each of the people who sent them. What do you say, children?
5: It'd be more fun to open a present.
2: Yeah. Leroy. (laughs) After all, a Christmas card is a real thought. A lot of trouble, too.
5: Oh, sure, only...
2: Never mind. Marjorie, what about you? I'm reading. What a family. Well, I think it's a good idea, and I'm going through with it. Let's see. Here's a pretty card. Three wise men walking through the snow to Bethlehem.
5: There wasn't any snow in Bethlehem.
2: There was, too. You can see it right here in the picture. (laughs) Noel, Noel. That's all it says. Very nice. Yeah, who sent this? Oh, Summerfield Hardware Company. (laughs) Hoping to fill your tool needs in 1946. (laughs) By George, that's enough to turn a man's doorbell.
5: I got it. Leroy seems awfully willing today.
2: Oh Peavy, I completely forgot him. I haven't got a present for him.
5: And had his book Come on in, Mister
4: Peavy.
5: He'll be glad to see
4: you. Mister Lewis I want to take this opportunity <laughs> to wish a very merry Christmas to you and to your family. Why,
1: thank you, Mister
5: Peavy.
4: Yes, thanks, Peavy, and the
2: same to you and to Missus Peavy. Tell her Peavy that I. Peavy, what's the matter? Is that lipstick on your cheek, or do my eyes deceive me? Lipstick? Yes.
4: On my cheek? Yes. Well, during mistletoe.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: I don't blame the mistletoe, Peavy. Mistletoe isn't what leads a man astray. I didn't go astray. I just went to deliver a Christmas present to Mr... Uh, uh, to take a present to this certain party.
2: Who is it, Peavy? I might go take a, this
4: party a little certain present myself. <laughs> Come on, now. Who was it? Mr. Gilder's favorite gentleman never betrays a lady. <laughs> Just the same, I better get this stuff off my face before I go home. Mrs. Peavy doesn't take much stock in mistletoe. Here, don't use your handkerchief, Peavy. Leroy, take Mr. Peavy up to the bathroom. Okay. Oh, I can't believe that's necessary. It's the only way. Isn't it, Marjorie?
5: It's the best way, Mr. Peavy.
4: I mean, the way the transgressor is hard. Well, show me where it is, Leroy. Okay.
5: Gosh, all the Mr.
4: Peavy. Marjorie, he's left a
2: five-pound box of chocolates here. Look, Mr. Gildersleeve and family from the Peavys. What shall I do?
5: Put the bookends. Oh, isn't it lucky we thought of it? I
2: suppose so. No, by George, it's not. I wouldn't give those bookends to a nice fellow like Peavy. I don't know who I would give them to now that I come to think of it.
5: Well, what can you do? We haven't got another thing.
2: Um, Yes, we have. I have, that is. I bought myself a little present today. A little silver lighter I couldn't resist.
5: Why, Uncle Moore? All right,
2: I know I shouldn't have done it. Well, I'll give it to Peavy.
5: We'd better hurry
1: and wrap it. It's
2: all wrapped, right here under the tree. Thought I'd surprise myself Christmas morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about a card? Oh yes,
2: a card. Here. Uh, Merry Christmas to good old Peavy, from Rockmorton, P. Gildersleeve, uh, and family.
1: <laughs>
2: What's so funny?
5: Reading the card you had on it before. Give me that card. <laughs> to from his loving brother.
1: <laughs>
2: well, my brother Wendell would probably give me a lighter if he thought of it. If he had any money. <laughs> oh, there you are, Peavy, as
4: good as new. No, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Rubbed half my face away, getting the darn stuff
5: off. Yeah, he really worked on it.
4: I'm much obliged for the use of your facilities, Mr. Gildersleeve. Well, think nothing of it, Peavy. Come on, sit down and relax for a no, while. No, I really can't. Mrs. Peavy and I light our tree at 6 o'clock sharp, and I I gotta be there. Oh, well, in that case, of uh, course. No, I just came over to bring a couple of small gifts to you and Mrs. Ransom. And your,
2: uh, oh, uh, Mrs. Ransom. That's where you ran into the mistletoe. Mr. Gildersleeve, I'm a cad. <laughs> Don't you worry about it, Peavy. If I know her, she was more to blame than you. Oh,
4: no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her as good as I got. Well. <laughs> I'd really better be going, Mr. Gildersleeve, but I'll just leave this little thought for you, and Marjorie and Leroy, if I may. Little thought? It's a five-pound box of chocolates. My best grade. You shouldn't have done it, Peavy.
2: But here, take this along, and I hope you and Mrs. Peavy have a merry, merry Christmas. Well, yeah, thank you. Good night, Marjorie. Good night, Leroy.
1: Good
2: Good night, Mr. Peavy. Good night, Mr. Gildersleeve. Good night, Peavy. Go straight home now. (laughs)
5: For Mrs. Ransom?
1: Yes,
2: I have, my dear. Why do you ask?
5: Because I see her coming up the front walk. I'll go.
2: You will kindly stay right where you are, my boy. You too, my dear. Don't worry. I will handle this. Leela, Merry Christmas.
5: Shame to you, Brock Martin. <laughs>
2: my, my. Hey, what are all those packages? Oh,
5: take some of them, will you please?
2: Yeah, just put them down here for a second. There.
5: Martin, what on this? That...
2: Heavy, heavy hangs over your head, Leela.
5: <laughs> Rock, right, Martin, I got a cold. What do I care?
1: Ah.
2: Merry Christmas.
1: Oh, my goodness. You absolutely took my breath. Did I?
2: Well, happy new year. Come on in, Leela. Take off your coat and stay a
5: while. Well, just for a minute. Uh, Can you bring my packages like a sweet line? Oh, sure
2: thing. Say, a lot of them, too. Well,
5: I want to explain about that. Uh, Oh, good evening, Marjorie. Hello, Leroy. Hi, Mrs. Ransom. What do you know? Good evening, Mrs. Ransom. Well, I, I do hope you children are going to like the presents I brought you, but I never know. Don't worry. Whatever it is, I'll be crazy about it. Well, this package is for you, Leroy. Gee, thanks a million. And this is for Marjorie. The Bontown specialty shop. My dream. And, and this is for Bertie.
2: Oh, put it with Bertie's things under the tree, my boy.
5: Got it. And this is for you, Throckmorton.
2: Lily, you shouldn't have done it.
5: Oh, that's silly. What's this other package, Mrs. Ransom? Oh, that's the strangest thing. Judge Hooker came by with a gift for me, the old dog. The old goat? Oh, but, but wait, Throckmorton. He accidentally left a package for you at the same time. What? Look. To Throckmorton, best wishes for a merry Christmas from the old goat.
2: Well, I'll be darned, good old Hooker. He was true blue after all.
5: What's in the bag of junk?
2: Looks like a box of cigars. Fifty Corona Coronas. Hmm. Well, I'll make it up to him next year. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, the tree looks simply lovely, Marjorie. Did you decorate it? No, Leroy did it all. Well, Leroy, you should be real proud. I don't think I ever saw a prettier tree. Thanks a lot. Dear. Well,
2: our side of the family always had a flair for that sort of thing. Good taste was just born in Leroy. Oh,
5: oh Unky, now that Mrs. Ramson's here, why don't we sing a few Christmas carols? Oh,
2: an excellent suggestion. Will you play for us, Leroy? I'd
5: love to. I don't think Christmas is Christmas without singing a few carols.
2: Well, come on, then. Come on, Leroy. You can sing alto if you're careful.
5: Don't worry about me. You're the one that gets off.
2: Yes, <laughs> Now, my boy. Uh, excuse me, Mr.
3: Gillespie. Is it all right if I go now? Oh, good evening, Bertie. Merry Christmas. Good evening, Miss Ransom. I didn't see you over there.
2: I thought you'd left long ago, Bertie. Sure, you can go. All
5: right, then. I guess I will. <laughs> Bertie's going to sing a solo tonight in church.
3: Now, Leroy. Is
2: that a fact, Bertie? A solo?
3: Well, won't be nobody singing but me. <laughs> not on this one particular carol It's just a little Christmas carol, that's all
5: Well, why don't you sing it here, Bertie, before you leave Oh,
3: no, I not want to do that Oh, come on, Bertie Yes, Bertie,
2: do you good Sing it now, and you'll do it better in church
3: mm, i think be too scared, Mr. Gillespie
2: uh, there's nothing to be scared of, Bertie Is that your music you got there? Yes, sir,
3: just this little book of carols
2: Come on, Lily, you can play this, can't you? I-,
3: I don't believe I know it, but I guess I can play it
2: All right, Bertie, sing it
1: The little tiny child Bye-bye, la-lee-la-lee. Thank you.
5: Kind of a funny tune, but I liked it.
2: So did I. You'll do fine in church, Bertie. Now, before you go, let's sing something we can all sing, huh?
5: Joy to the World. Oh, yes! Come
2: on, everybody in on this. Let her go, Leela.
1: Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let her. Sing, and heaven and nature sing. and heaven and heaven and and heaven, and and heaven, and heaven
0: The night before Christmas and all through the house not a creature was stirring except the great Gildersleeve. Gildersleeve is still downstairs fussing with something or other next to the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Guess I'll go to bed.
1: Oh. Mm. Gee.
2: Well, I may live to regret this. And what do I care? Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: <laughs> the Kraft Foods Company and the entire cast of the Great Gildersleeve join in wishing every one of you the merriest Christmas and the happiest holiday season you've ever had. Good night.